Hey, welcome to Not A Good Podcast. And I say that in the literal sense because it's probably not going to be a good podcast. Uh, my name is Robert, and I usually do blogs. Um, I like to write, but I thought, you know what, let me go ahead and throw my voice out there and see what people have to say. And if I get, you know, a, subs- you know, a subscriber or two, then great. If not, it is what it is. It's uh, very therapeutic from what I've heard. So let's... Uh, you know, let me explain a little bit about this podcast. It's going to be pretty much about everything. I know a lot of people have different niches. Um, I think I said the word wrong. I don't really care. But, you know, some people talk about sports. Some people talk about politics. Uh, some people talk about stocks and all that good stuff. With mine, it's basically going to be a bitch gripes and complaints kind of thing. And, uh, you know, if you like it, subscribe. If not, so be it. I'm not going to hurt my feelings or anything like that. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Um, I guess I'm just starting off and it is what it is. There's tons and tons and tons of podcasters out there who do a fantastic job and who get paid to do it. I'm just doing it for fun and doing it, like I said, as kind of like a therapeutic thing. So with that being said, let's uh, let's get started. Um, You know, in the movie uh, Joker, there was a um, there was a a phrase that he said uh, to Murray as he likes to, to, to say it. You know, what do you get when you cross a mentally ill loner with a society who abandons him? Uh, you get what you fucking deserve. And that's pretty much when I hear that uh, dialogue, I think of um, our, our VA system. I think of our healthcare system. It, it, it totally makes sense. I think about those who are mentally ill and uh, that can't get help that they need. Then when they snap or they kill somebody or kill others, people question, you know, what could have been done different? What could we have done to help this person or stop this person? Well, for starters, a better mental health facility um, with qualified staff, that would that would be the first step. Um, from my personal experience, uh, the VA comes to mind. I'm an Air Force veteran. Uh, you know, you have staff there that have not dealt with or been trained to handle people with PTSD or mental illness. Um, of course, you know, you have a few psychologists and therapists that understand it, but even then you are pushed out into the civil sector uh, with people who have no life experiences or can't relate to the patient. Um, all they have is a piece of paper or two hanging in a frame um, showing that they can write a thesis. Uh, what I mean by that is that the, right now the, the VA is so backlogged that they're actually pushing people out to a, um, uh, I, guess, I guess you could say it's kind of like a, another sector, uh, VES. Um, which basically is when you have a claim, you'll go see VES, they'll do the claim portion for you, and then they will send that information back to the VA who will then um, assign a, um, a compensation percentage or maybe zero. Uh, so instead of, instead of talking to somebody at the VA who's been through what you've been through, they're sending you out there to you know, Joe Schmo who's, the, the hardest thing they've had to do was, you know, tell their kids that their fish died. Um, so, you know, around around the later part, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys here a little story. Um, around the later part of 2000 as security forces, um, I was in a, um, I was at post with another security force member. Um, and like most security force members, you know, when you're guarding something and it's, it's, it's cold outside, it's, it's nighttime. Uh, you tend to get tired. Uh, you do something that's called one up, one down. One person sleeps, the other person stays awake, maybe for an hour, half hour, then you switch off, so forth, so on and so forth. Um, 
you know, and of course this is frowned upon, <laughs> but you know, when you're working 12 hour shifts, 16 hour shifts and it's dark out and you're overseas and it's, it's hot, then it gets cold. It, it happens. It happens. Um, so anyways, one night it was my partner's turn to uh, stay up while I slept. Um, well, I woke up to something tapping me in the back of my head and it was, um, I opened my eyes and I see my, uh, partner, uh, the other, uh, airman with his eyes like wide open, like staring at me. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I, 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 I turn and I see my sergeant is behind me with my M16, my loaded M16. And he, uh, he was tapping me in the back of my head and he said, uh, airman, you are fucking dead. And I'm like, I look at, I look at my partner and I'm like, you ignorant motherfucker, you know, because I'm like, I, I stayed up for his ass, but he couldn't stay up for mine. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's, it, 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 it got to the point where I couldn't, I, I can't have people behind me now. Um, if I'm at a restaurant or if I'm, uh, with somebody, I always sit with my back, uh, towards the wall or I try to anyways. Um, or I have to see my surroundings. Um, it's, it's not fun, but, um, you know, and I, and I tell people like if I'm at work, I tell, uh, you know, my coworkers, Hey, listen, don't tap me, you know, don't tap the back of my, my shoulder. Don't stand behind me. Um, and I actually had one. A coworker who came up behind me and flicked the back of my my neck, trying to be funny. And uh, I uh, made a fist and I turned around and told him, I was like, "Dude, you do that again, I'll fucking kill you." And obviously, I wasn't going to kill him, but it was just the principle of I told you, don't do this, and you did it anyways, and you almost got jaw jacked. I mean, true true story, true story. Um. So the VA set me up with the therapist on the outside, and then it goes so well uh, when the person says, well, Robert, you know, you should have probably stayed awake. That shit does not sit with me very well. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. I'm glad you fucking studied a college textbook to, to tell that to me. Um, and again, this is why the VA needs to start attracting more healthcare veterans to work at the VA, because you want to be able to talk to somebody, like I said, who's been there who's maybe not necessarily had a gun to the back of their head, but who's had to sit at a post for 16 hours, who was there during September 11th, like, like I was, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's just, <laughs> so, so yeah, they sent me with the therapist and, um, it just, like I said, it didn't go very well. The one thing I will say is that the VA pays for my sessions. And that's honestly, um, as I saw what, the, what they charged the VA, I could not believe it. Um, how, how can how can somebody who is mentally ill and homeless or living paycheck to paycheck, how can they be expected to pay these crazy amounts for the help that they need? Um, you know, of course, you may have health insurance, but you're only allotted so many times per year. You know, you see somebody for 12 sessions and, you know, you want to you want to talk to them again, but that would be your 13th session. And they won't see you because it's not covered. I mean, that could have been the session that prevented you from killing yourself that night. You know, the system is not set up to help you. It is set up to help itself. And when you're denied being seen by a mental health professional because you're homeless, uh, have insurance, or excuse me, have no insurance, no money, 
no means of payment, well, then you get what you fucking deserve. So, I hate to leave that on, on that note, but uh, this has been Not A Good Podcast, episode one. I appreciate you listening if you are. If you're, if you're still listening, I appreciate it. Um, and uh, like I said, if you like it, subscribe. If not, so be it. So, thank you. <laughs>